Hey everybody, Chris here. CSS screencast number 131. I thought we'd talk about Flexbox a little bit because it's such a cool thing that a lot of people are working with and talking about and I feel like everybody should know a little bit about it, especially because we're really on the cusp of it being kind of the future of CSS layout. Now, there are some situations already in which case it can be your layout mechanism of choice. Um, uh, and anyway, I don't want to get too into that. We can talk about the browser support of Flexbox another time. But let's focus on one particular layout problem that we can solve with Flexbox. It's just kind of neat and will be a nice little intro to Flexbox. There is a post on CSS Tricks here, a complete guide to Flexbox that talks all about, about what it is, if you want to read about it, and all of the different properties and values of those properties that control what Flexbox can do. And this um, includes a bunch of diagrams that kind of go into that. So one of the ways that you can think about flex boxes kind of it's a it's a way to control a set of boxes along one line so you can see that there's the red box here the green box the blue box and they um, are all set upon this line in different ways and in this case we're using a certain property here to control should they be along the left or the right or the or should they be in the middle or should they be spaced out in between and there's all these different properties that kind of control how those boxes can go we've never had that kind of control over how we want boxes to to kind of lay out before so it's it's one dimensional in that it's mostly controls boxes along one particular line uh, which is, you know, fine. It's not like grid, which is 2D, which controls kind of kind of two directions. Now, Flexbox items can wrap, but you can largely think of that as just like a single line that just happens to wrap. It's still kind of a 1D thing. Uh, anyway, so what's, what do we want to do over here? I have written over here, boxes that fill height or more. So let's say we have this kind of layout going on, and for whatever reason, this is kind of bumming us out that what we want to do is kind of fill the height that we have available. This white area is bumming us we're just like, why can't these boxes just stretch to fill the height of that area? That's something that's uh, been a little difficult. I mean, maybe if we knew the fixed height of the area, we could set particular heights to it or something like that. But eh, that's kind of a it's kind of a pain, and, and this is the kind of thing that Flexbox can handle for us. So here I just have now I'm working in CodePen in here, and I have the live view open up. So this is a preview of the code that I'm working at here on the left. So if I update something over here, it'll update on the right. Hi guys or whatever you can see that kind of get reflected. All right, cool. So what we wanna do is fill the area, remember? So maybe we'll just add a class to this. This is just a section and then there's just div, 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 div. There's no other special styling going on here. They have a little padding, they have some different colors applied and that's about it. So let's just say uh, fill height or more and then we'll make that a class. So it's a class name that has a particular layout thing. That's kind of how I like to work. Fill height or more. Uh, cool. So that's a class name that has to do with this section. And we can say uh, we want this section to be a Flexbox world. We want to start using Flexbox. So we can say display flex. Now this is going to have pretty drastic consequences on what's going on over here. We said, okay, I get it. Not only are you just some divs anymore, just sitting on top of each other, taking up space. You're now a flex parent uh, and all of your immediate children, meaning like this div and this div or whatever, are flex children now and they by default sit along one uh, row, just side by side, left to right there. Cool. Um, and they just take up as much room as they need or whatever. Let's say we want to switch that around. Not particularly difficult here. We can say flex direction 
is column. Column instead of row, the default. So they'll flip down the other way. Pretty cool, right? Uh, just that ability alone is fairly powerful, I think, and that's, that's pretty neat. So, okay, but what we want to do is fill the height, right? So we want to make sure that we have enough height to work with or that the container itself is as tall as it needs to be to cover this white space. That's kind of why, I mean, it, it depends on layout. We're just working like pretty close to the root here. So what I've done is made the HTML and the body height equals 100%. So at least the body isn't like collapsed up to the content area here. The body is this big white block here, which is nice. We could say that, okay, well, let's make sure that this container that we're working with um, is also at least that big. So then these divs within it are, without us having to do anything, are like flex items or flex children or whatever. Each one of them is flex flex. If we just say flex one, we can talk about that a little bit, is like, uh, is like take up one equal portion of the space available to you. So we've already kind of solved it here, which is kind of awesome. Uh, take up all the rest of the space here. Or if they won't fit, don't squish like too far, you know, like they would if they were percentages or something. Just kind of stop and then I can scroll. So it's full height or more. We've already kind of solved this problem, which I think is kind of amazing. Uh, let's just take it a little bit further for fun, just because we can and we have plenty of time here. What if we wanted to kind of vertically center the content that's within these boxes then? That would make sense, right? It's weird almost that there's so much space below and not space on top. You know how a flex container, a flex parent is kind of a one-dimensional situation. That doesn't mean that you can't use Flexbox within Flexbox. So you see, I mean, maybe some of you geniuses out here watching can figure out a better way to do this. This doesn't even offend me that badly. We have another div here. This div is the flex children, but we have another div that wraps that. And let's say we want to center that div within that flex child. So that's just the case, you know. We could also put display display flex on a flex child. It can be a flex item and a flex parent. That's fine. Notice it doesn't even do anything, which is cool. So that way that like the divs within it are flex items too. Also flex items without us having to really do anything there. Uh, and then we could say, well, how, how, what, what is the property that we want to use in which to center? That's the case where, you know, all, all the time, I'm just like, oh, we got to go look that up. We got to go find, what's the thing we want again? Is that the just line item center? It's, no, it's the like, it's kind of the upy downy one, right? The, um, uh, and you can just play with the values, but. Yeah, it's essentially this one, right? It's the one that we are looking at, for example. It's the one that keeps them in the center. That's actually the justify content thing. So let's go and play with that. Let's go justify, just if I content center, right? That's the value that we looked at. What's going to happen there? Ooh, a little weird. It's centering it left to right because uh, the direction is the wrong way. The flex direction is row, so we just make the flex direction column as well. So it's like, even though there's one flex child, the one flex child was happening left to right instead of up to bottom or whatever. So now we're just, this means a little different. Justify content means like center up and down, not left to right now. So now we've done it, right? We've um, centered the content of these boxes. Nice. 
And I love how it just scrolls anyway, then. We're not, it's not squishing or getting weird or anything with layout. So we've done a good job here. And remember, we can, we can so easily just be like, oh, I want this to go sideways instead. Oh, that's weird that it's justified that way. We'll just remove that for now and they'll move right up to the top. Manage the kind of fun stuff that you can do uh, and responsive design with this kind of stuff. So, so pretty cool that we can do it that way. So if we inspect element on here, we can kind of see what's going on here. This div has flex one and, and you can learn more about that. Flex is a, is a, is a shorthand property for flex grow and flex shrink and stuff like that. And there'll be situations you need to look this up. I didn't want to dive too into this and take forever. That's what this reference is for is you can, if you have some kind of layout in mind that you think Flexbox can handle, it probably can. Uh, and this, this docs will, will kind of help you through it there. So notice it's just how we wrote it though. Display flex, flex direction. If I'm in Chrome here, I'm in Chrome 32 happens to be today. It's just as I've written it. Chrome has this kind of implemented in a way that's not prefixed and stuff. If we were to take this, let's just grab like the full, well, whatever. We'll just grab this URL and we'll open it in Safari, which is just happens to be a little bit further behind on their Flexbox world is that why isn't that working properly don't be weird oh it just had, had to take a second to update there I had an old copy of it it's still it's behaving properly the things are centered everything's looking good if we look under elements how do you inspect do i do that console how do you find the right thing here isn't there like the whatever the magnifying glass is uh, it's just a matter of me not being used to it but oh here we go this thing now has like, oh, it's not display flex, it's display dash webkit dash flex and flex, webkit flex one in here. It needs some prefixing in order for it to work. We're benefiting, we're getting that prefixing because we have prefix free turned on, which is Leah Veru's um, super cool client side prefixing library to make that happen. So it just knows that whatever, for however magically that, th that this browser needs that prefix in order for that to work. So thus it adds it. Uh, you're kind of on your own for that. Um, either add them manually or use something like that. I really like the auto prefixer library. It's a little bit like Leavery's auto prefixer client side, but it does it server side as well. And in the case of Flexbox, um, it actually goes a little bit of a step further and it like brings it back to the old syntax as well. And it does this um, during a build step. So if you use grunt or uh, a lot of things have auto prefixer built in these days because it does such a good job with prefixing, um, it does a good job. I have another post that's called uh, mixing old and new for the best browser support with Flexbox. And so, for example, you can't just say display flex and then prefix, prefix display flex because you don't need all the prefixes for flex. You only need WebKit flex for certain situations. And IE10 had MS Flexbox, which is a little different there. And then older than that in some, in some browsers, it used to be uh, display box, but it wasn't ever actually just display blocks. It was prefix display blocks or whatever. So like, this is actually a bit more complicated. Uh, this can work and this will work in in way older versions of browsers, making this kind of a viable layout situation. But you either need to just reason it out and use all these properties, and it's not just this property, it's all the sub-properties as well have kind of older versions of themselves, or use a build tool like Auto Prefixer to just, the, in this case, you just write it as we have here, write it in the most current, um, syntax, and it will deal with kind of making it work in the older browsers as well. So 
It's not only the prefixing, but the older syntax as well, and it kind of handles both of those situations. So Flexbox, super cool, handles complex situations like this before that we've never been able to solve, or at least solve this gracefully and solved without any JavaScript and stuff like that. Flexbox, super cool. I hope we talk about it more in, um, in future screencasts, perhaps, because there are so many things that it can solve. As a matter of fact, uh, one thing to really look up is that solved by Flexbox. It was kind of a Philip Walton thing, I think, where he um, looked at a bunch of kind of real world situations like forms and the media object, which is that like avatar on the left and header and content on the right, grids and sticky footers. And there's all these like things that used to kind of suck or that used to be kind of hacky that now Flexbox is great at. So this is a good resource. There's lots of good Flexbox resources out there. This is just my little intro to it in a little situation that came up for me. So imagine like, I don't know, like icons on the left and their tools, like the Photoshop tools, but you want to just take up as much room as you can so that the biggest target area that they can be. Uh, anyway, I've gone on long enough. Uh, enjoy Flexbox, folks. We'll talk to you later next time. Goodbye.